ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Okay, let's start 
Sometimes we hold on a little longer than we should. Letting go can be hard, but it's sometimes for our good. The fear of what I had sometimes makes us fall behind. We can see the times are changing, but pretend that we are so blind. You never really know just what the future holds But we know God holds us in His hands So by faith we must climb into the boat And follow His command To the deep, let your faith take you somewhere that you've never been before. Launch out into the deep, let your faith make you fly, let your faith make you soar. always moving and it will not wait for you the fear inside your heart can quench the fire in your heart sometimes where you end is where God wants to start it's never easy when you're walking out by faith everything so different and new that if we only learn to see through eyes of faith we can see life in a different view launch out into the
launch out into the deep. Many of us are ready to begin. There's a new start this morning. How many of us are ready to launch out? Amen. I believe the word of God is going to change every soul. You are going to start something new in your life. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe there is another secret for you. Last week, I left here with a secret. It says that if you are spiritual, 99% of your problems will certainly be solved. How many of us are ready to receive another secret this morning? Ladies and gentlemen, the man of God is here. Let's welcome him. Let's shout and clap. BS, I want to see you clapping. I want to see you jumping. Rejoice with me. Help me welcome to this house. My pastor, your pastor, in God's presence show that you are happy to be in church show that you love Jesus 
show that the house of God is where you have chosen to be. With a hand clap and a shout, anything you can do to show. Hallelujah. You may please be seated. It's good to see all of you in church. Especially you. I'm very happy that you are in church. And you know, the whole world is going after its lusts and its passions. But God is looking for a people who will still stick with him, who will still abide in his temple, and who will still walk the walk he has chosen us to walk. And when I look through the lists, I see your name on that list. I said, I see your name on that list. And I believe that God is going to advance our lives. Push us forward. Everybody do this. Say, I'm moving forward. I am advancing. I am advancing. You know, that's why I, I really like that song. Um, the, the praise song, Grace led us to sing. He said, take a look at me now. Take a look at me now. Just watch what you are seeing. Even right now, the way you are, you are still the work of God. I said, right now, even the way you are, how much more next year? Hey! I pray your friends will live to see how you will be next year. Yesterday, I sat in a car. Normally, when I'm dedicating cars, I like to drive it around. So, I drove it around the church. And as I was driving it, I said, goodness gracious. A year ago, who would have said that this person would be driving a car? A year ago. Beautiful. Yes. That's how your life will be. Some of you young ones, around 25, 27, a year by this time, you will be standing at your building site. I said your building site, construction. You'll be calling the carpenter to come. You'll be, and I'm not talking about only brothers, sisters. You're not even married, but you own a house. Yes. The fact that you are a girl doesn't mean that you should not build a house. I was talking to a sister about a year ago. She needed to move from where she was living. So we were discussing options whether it's a chamber and hall, two bedroom, looking at the figures, amounts, looking, I mean, talking to, um, what's the name of the, uh, uh, estate brokers and all those guys. And at a point I realized that she was sad. So why are you sad? <laughs> oh Lord. I said, why, why are you sad? She said, I'm sad because... Um, when I paid that rent two years ago, my plan was that by this time, after two years, 
somebody will marry me and take me to his house. You see, so it's like the beloved hasn't come, the marriage hasn't come. So I'm I'm going to rent again, and I'm hoping that by the, the next two years, a beloved would have come. And I said, I mean, how? Why should you, you as a lady, be waiting for a man to marry you before you live in a decent accommodation? Why? I see you building your own house. I mean, when you are marrying, they are putting their ring on your finger and you are going for your honeymoon and you are coming back. You are debating, should we go to my house or my husband's house? Beautiful. Say, my house or my husband's house. Clap your hands for Jesus. I said, a year by this time, there would have been a shift of your life. A shift. A shift. Something must shift. Something must give. Something must move. Something must push. Something must kick away. How can you look forward to marrying before you live a good life? You are the type of people who allow these Wesley girls people to always bluff us. Because you, you give them meat to, you know, be themselves. <laughs> and they are sitting here. I know them. They are, they are here. But I shouldn't preach because they are here. Ah, what are you saying? <laughs> well, today I'm preaching about victory secrets. And lift your hand and say, I am a believer. Listen to me. If you are a believer, a born again believer, your life is not just a church attendance life. Church attending, owning a Bible, walking about. A believer on earth, I tell you, I'm announcing to you that your life must be a life of victories. Yes, a believer. Once you are born again, 1 John 5 and verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. When we say the world, you know the world. What is in the world? I mean, unemployment, no food to eat, no car to drive, no life, you know, I mean, struggling. But if you are born of God, you are, you are expected to overcome the world. The world is the main diverter of your destiny. If you never become what you ought to be, it's because an element or two in the world veered you off course. Yes. Any Christian who is unable to make it to the end was not able to make it because of something in the world. The world is a very dangerous place for you. 
No believer should view the world with a romantic eye. Any lover of the world can, this world we are in, anybody whose heart is in this world cannot be a follower of Christ. Cannot. Worldly, world, 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 world system, world logic, world, 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 world. We are in it, we go to school in it, we work in it. But there is a way you must depart from the world. He that will be a friend of the world will be an enemy of God. Notice that scripture. Friendship with the world is equal to enmity with God. You better learn how to be in the world and not be sucked in by the world. The world is not your friend. Demas has forsaken me. Haven't loved this present discotheque. Haven't loved this present nightclub. Haven't loved this present prostitutes. No, this world. So be very careful as you go to work. You visit your friends, you go to your house, you are in your area, you are in town, you are shopping in the mall. Be very careful where you are shopping. It's not your friend. Just buy what you want and get out. Always, as you're in the school, attending lectures, be aware that, beware that this, where you are, is a very dangerous place. The university is a dangerous place. You can go to hell because of the university. I'm preaching about victory secrets. Whatsoever is born of God. Overcoming the world. That's one reason to work with God. That's one reason to be a born again Christian. Just to have what it takes to overcome the world. Otherwise the world will decimate your destiny. You will not finish. How God made you to be you will not look even a kilometer near it. First John 4.4 Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them because, because, because greater is he that is in you. All lovers of the world return to God. But some return too late, broken and battered and tattered. The prodigal son came back. That story, I tell you, you can get a thousand books from that story. A certain man had two sons. So today, I'm putting, well, I'm continuing to put a secret into your hands. Because last week we began to look at one of the secrets. Remember what Job asked them, asked Job 15:8. Have you heard the secret of God? I can see your wedding ring. Is it diamonds or over blade? 
Luba blade. And you don't have the secret of God. You wear this Luba blade for the rest of your life. I see you are going to the university in America, University of Houston. Wow. But do you know the secret of God? Do you have the secret of God? You, know the secret? you are going there. I watched the video. It's not a nice thing to talk about because I don't wish it on myself or you, my enemies. A boy, one of the top universities in America, running naked, high. In the university. You are taking your son to MIT. You've paid his fees for three years. And you don't know the secret of God. You have just sent your son to go to the university. Wow. Some grandparents somewhere, their grandchild went to school in America. Pretty top girl, top, top girl in school. I got to know the story because of the grandparents. You know what the parents are doing. The girl went to the university in America. Serious dollars. And you don't know the secret of God. Mm. At the time she finished the university four years and came back, she had cut her breast. She's a man. Beautiful. Honey, nothing is your friend. Nothing is your friend in this world. This is your friend. Here, this is your friend. Just This is my brother. This is my sister. This is my mother. This is my auntie. Those who do the will of God. These are my friends, my cousins, and my brothers. Not the one in town. Do you know the secret of God? The fact that I couldn't go to the university doesn't mean that I'm against people who go to university. No, 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 no. I'm not, please. I rather want people to go to the university. You have money, pay the school fees, pay abroad. Good schools abroad. But make sure that you know you have heard the secret. That's a secret. If you don't have that secret, what was meant to be sweet will become a bitter pill in your mouth. It's complex. We must be in it. We must be in it. We must be in the world. And you must be in it in such a way that the world does not seduce you, seduce you away from your path. Demas was seduced. So every day of your life, you ask yourself, how can I gain mastery over this world I'm in? How can I gain dominion over the glitz and glamour of this world? How can I have victory? Because, because, because whatsoever is born of God overcomes. Overcome what? The world. Because there are things in the world arranged to finish you. You think you've married a beautiful woman? There are more beautiful women in town waiting to finish you. It's my prayer that you and I will finish our race. I say, it's my prayer that when I'm breasting mine, I'll look and see that you have also breasted yours. 
That's why I'm preaching from this book, Victory Secrets. And one of the secrets I'm giving you today is the secret of lukewarmness. Lukewarmness. And uh, if you will allow me, I'm going to take you to Revelations. Glory to God. Can I take you to Revelations? Yes, Revelations. <laughs> Chapter number three. Glory to God. Please pay attention. Today, I, 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 I'm going to largely read to you. Because this is, you see, this church, our real pastor is Bishop Dagwood Mills. Yeah. But he couldn't be here this morning and also be there. That's why he has sent me. To, so that his preaching notes is what I'm giving you this morning. He says, as you tell you, be very careful. You must know, if you don't know today, he has, he has, he has appointed and anointed me to teach you about lukewarmness. Like she said, about 95% of your problems in this world will either not be there or solvable by spirituality. Lukewarmness. Now, now I w- I'm going to tell you why I'm using that word lukewarmness because it's a very dangerous word. I won't use this word when I'm in town. I won't use this word when I'm in a nightclub. No, 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 no. We don't use such words in the nightclub or in the, in the, in the betting parlor or in some, 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 some cave somewhere. No. But here, that's a reason why we use the word lukewarm. Revelation 3. You may, you, you may want to go to 14 because we want to know who is being addressed. Unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans. Write this one. God was instructing John. Write this one to the angel. Because every church has an angel. Yes. Yes. Every church has an angel. So what the devil does is to attack the angel. Once you attack the angel, the church scatters. Unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans. Right. These things said the amen, the faithful, the true witness. The beginning of the creation of God. Verse now 15. This now We are now starting to learn something very important. I know thy works. I know thy works. So that's, that's it right there. That's a first. It's an early goal. God knows your works. He knows I'm preaching now. Oh, Jesus, help me. I need to preach. And I need your help. I know that you sing every day before the pastor preaches. I know that as you are sitting here, you have paid the school fees of two brothers. So because of you, they are able to go to the university. He's telling a basenta leader that I know that you brought people to church on a bus and those guys didn't pay any money. It's your money you spent to bring them to church. I know. Tell her, God knows your works. No, I, I'm not talking about the fornication and we smoking and pornography. Works. I know your works. 
I see the things you are doing. And sometimes I also see that girl you have added to your wife. I know it. It's your wife who doesn't see those texts, but I can read those texts. I know thy ways. That thou art neither. Is, is it neither gay? Is it neither or neither? Can I help me? Sorry? Any of them? Okay. <laughs> no, everybody is important in the church. When it's English, you know who to talk to. If it's tree, you know who to talk to. If it's God, you know the chief is there. That thou art neither cold. You are not cold. You are not hot. Now, can I have the New King James? This word, some people haven't passed their English. So you are not helping them in the church service by reading words. What is words? I know your words, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish that you were cold or hot. Verse 16. So then, so then. Because you are lukewarm and not cold, not hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. It is not possible to be a good Christian. It's not possible. It's not possible to be a good Christian and not be zealous, faith-filled, and fiery. It's not possible. A Christian ought to be zealous, faith-filled, and be on fire. Those days in the 80s, SU, on the, some Ojash, you guys are new. Which is some Ojashio's brother. He's an Ojashio's sister. Yes. On fire for God. Lukewarmness. Now, what is lukewarmness? I think at this time it will be appropriate to define lukewarmness. Lukewarmness, we say you are lukewarm when you are. You see, there's. Hot and there is cold. Now, when you get at certain temperature, which is what you use to bath most of the time, which is not hot and is also not cold, is honey hot, honey hot. That is lukewarmness. Now, this letter was written to a church. And it was God's expectation, verse 15, it was God's expectation that the church is a church. Now, once you are a church, you see, like, like he's saying, uh, Bishop is saying, once you are a Christian, the expectation is that you'll be hot. Hot for God. On fire for God. 
On fire hearts. This is a church. A church is supposed to be hot. A Christian is supposed to be hot. On fire for God. With zeal and energy for the things of God. But even though it was a church, so, so a church is very, it's, it's almost impossible. It's almost impossible for a church to be cold. No. I mean, unless it's a social club. If it's a church, you hear a song. I mean, some small fire to be around. A song that a sister will sing or a hymn or a canticle or an apostle's creed, or a verse, or a little preaching, even if it's a watery preaching, at least the person opened the Bible. It's not possible for a church to be cold. Because there is, once it's a church, something goes on in the church that will introduce some heat. So you see churches just like this with a sea of people who are not hot and obviously they are not cold. So they are horny hot. Here and there. They are not hot. They are not cold. I'm preaching now. Lukewarmness, this horny whore, I'm here, but I also have, I've got characteristics of there. Like the water you are bathing, it has got both characteristics of hot and also cold. And it's mixed. Lukewarm. It's a deadly enemy of the church. You must not let the fire of God Wane by drifting from his presence. The zeal you have in your heart must be maintained. You must be set on fire by the love that you have for God. You must be set on fire. I must be set on fire. We must be on fire. Is that not that's a song? Oh Lord. Set, up, set my heart on fire for you. For you. Is there a song like that? Oh Lord. Set my heart on fire for you. I want to burn for you. Oh in order for you I want to burn I want to know your heart Mm, I want to know your way let me burn for you Lord I want to know your heart Bird. 
foundations of Christianity the people who brought us Christianity had to be hot for us to have what we have Just five minutes to end. 
I want to tell you some things about lukewarmness. You must know it's a secret. It's a secret. Those who know it, who know about the existence, they behave in a certain way. Those who don't know about it, live it unwittingly. They don't even know that that's the life they are living. That's why today, it's my responsibility to let you know that there is something, you may not, maybe you've not heard it before, but there is something called lukewarmness. I mean, (laughs) you see, it's like homosexuality. Homosexuality. I mean, it's a type of problem like if your husband or your son tells you he's a homosexual. I mean, it's, it's a sin that makes fornication even like righteousness. Yes. I mean, if your son comes and says that he likes innocence, I mean, listen, I'm not talking. You, 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 you will prefer that every night your son will bring a girl into the house. Like every night, every night, you rather buy condoms. You rather buy condoms for the son. That every night, a tall girl, a slim girl, like, like when you see your son with a girl in the room, you will kneel down and lift your hands and bless God. You don't, you don't seem to get what I'm saying. Yeah. That's homosexuality. No, no, not that he has married all the girls. No. He's a 25-year-old boy. He's not married. You would rather start praying that my son should be a womanizer. I'm talking about an evil that makes fornication look like righteousness. Like, like, if you are married to a man and the man is now gay, you would wish that the man would start chasing girls. I mean, one, one, one father said, his son said he was a homosexual. Eh? For the first time, he went to look for pornography. The father and opened it and showed the, the son 23 or 24 look at this and i mean normally we do watch pornography but there is a problem eh? you you will look for pornography and show your son this is nice that's lukewarmness lukewarmness makes god want you rather to be cold Like, God is happy. You know, years ago when I was in Matayako, I used to preach to them. I said, some of you should leave church and start smoking weed. Yes, I, I was preaching. I didn't even know. On, I, 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 I felt that the church is not helping some people. I said, some of you should start womanizing, fornicating. Some of you should, should, should stop church and start drinking. You see, when you start drinking, when you start fornicating, and you know your real state, you'll be more open to God. 
you don't seem to understand the message. I'm, I'm preaching today about a problem that makes God wish that you were an unbeliever. Than, than to be like this, like that. He said, I wish that you were either on fire, set my heart on fire, or with three girls in your car, naked girls. God likes it. It's like homosexual. Homosexuality. I said, lukewarmness is a problem that makes God wish that you were you were a drunkard. You were an ungodly person. Rather, if you were a drunkard, ungodly, uh, I mean, down and out unbeliever, God will be more open to you. He welcomes them. He said, he came unto his own. His own received him not. So while we were yet sinners. While we were what? While we were sinning. While we were in the nightclub. While you were naked in that boy's room. That was when God sent his son to die. When you were in the room. Rather when you are like this like that. He rather rejects you. And. There are many of us sitting here. The problems with your marriage. Your health. Health. Even your weight. Your education. The problems you have with your work in the office. It's six months. You've changed job thrice. The problem, all of it, are traceable to lukewarmness. I've told you, I, I, I don't believe in marriage counseling. I, I don't believe in it. It's, it's not, it, it, I mean, it, it's an exercise. And, and over, nine, over nine out of ten people who are counseled don't leave the marriage they are marrying because of some counseling. Never. Why? Why is marriage counseling unnecessary? If you would be a Christian, you would need to be counseled. I wasn't counseled. Some two occasions, one pastor was passing to, uh, was going to Switzerland and passed through London. I was there going to marry my wife. One evening, and the second evening, the pastor of the London church, Bishop uh, Pastor Richard, then this is about 27 years ago, it's some one or two times. I don't remember, remember what they said. I mean, do you really think I've been married for 27 years with what they said? I don't even know what they were saying there. It's my Christianity. But because you are lukewarm, you must educate you on how to marry a woman. If you can be a Christian and spiritual, it's enough. It's enough. I'm telling you that it's enough. Because that woman you are marrying will test every gift of the spirit, every fruit of the spirit. Every virtue in you will be tested by that man you have joined yourself to. The service is getting tensious. I want to tell you some things about lukewarmness. Just, just one for today. I will stay at this for as long as... It's a chapter of a, a, a lot of... A book with a lot of chapters. I will stay here. Yeah. I'm asking, do you have problems? 
if you will tell me your problem, whether at work, in school, in business, your personal life, if you will tell me your problem, I will link it to a manifestation of lukewarmness in your life. Because there is enough in the Bible to solve every problem. Number one, God is not deceived by lukewarmness. God is not deceived. (laughs) You are the one deceiving yourself. But God is not deceived by lukewarmness. God has no time for lukewarmness. God will spit out lukewarmness. God is not deceived by the false presentation of lukewarmness. Lukewarmness is a mysterious evil. Not easily diagnosed for what it really is. You're not passing your exams in school. I can show you something unspiritual about what you are doing. Unspirituality will make you fail your exam. You have been in the house with your husband for three days. You're not talking to him. I can show you a best. Katuma katabakata. And you mention the problem? Mention it. I will show you something in the Bible you are not living. Because you are an expert of having God and then you have diluted it with worldly concepts, worldly wisdom, worldly ways, worldly approaches to life. Dealing with lukewarmness requires great wisdom and great understanding. Most people do not understand God's reaction to lukewarmness. God's reaction to lukewarm people is to spit them out of his mouth. God's reaction to lukewarmness may seem extreme to you, but it only seems extreme to you because you don't know what it really means. Lukewarmness is the only thing so disgusting to God that it causes him to spit you out as something detestable. Lukewarmness, I'm now, I'm now landing. The plane is about to land. I've got to East Legon. Lukewarmness is the same as being complacent and satisfied with far less than you should. What makes lukewarmness detestable? Lukewarmness is evil because it contains the ingredients of deception and demon activity. Your lukewarmness is actually a very strong message. I'm about to touch down. Your lukewarmness is a very strong message. And this is where I'm ending. This is where I'm ending. Lukewarmness It's a message of rejection. That's why the all-wise God and the all-knowing God meets lukewarmness with total rejection. 
To be lukewarm is to be non committed towards anything. It is deception because no one is really non committed or lukewarm. Nobody is really non committed. Everyone is really committed and zealous about something. Someone's lukewarmness towards you is a sign of his or her rejection of you. Yes. Watch out for people who are indifferent to you. Who doesn't come to you? He doesn't come to you. He's not positive. He's not reaching out. He's around. He's around, but he's he's just neutral. Independent. Neutral. Not saying good. Not saying bad. It's around. Watch out. Such people have rejected you. Who do we want? Or who, not, sorry, bad English. Who should you want? Who should you want? You should want somebody who is positive towards you. Comes to you. Wants you. Relates with you. Comes close. Mommy, can you come and stand here? Stand by me. She's with me. She's with me. Is she not with me? Is it not clear she's with me? Yes. Beautiful. My dear, you are wearing red. I like red. That's my enemy. Can you stand here? That's my enemy. She doesn't like me at all. I'm ending now. She doesn't like me at all. She hates me. Insults me. But this one likes me. Now, then comes this one. Can you stand here? Beautiful. This is my friend. This is my enemy. Who is this? She's neutral. She's not standing by me. She has not joined my enemies. I've never heard her insult me. I have never heard her insult me. Neither have I ever heard her say something nice about me. Now, God's word is the ultimate arbiter. The ultimate decider of the outcomes. The ultimate judge is God's word. He says that. He that is not with me is against me. So, we all know she's against me. I mean, we know her. She's, she's my enemy. But this one, 
It's not an enemy. And she's not a friend. Now, it is human beings who have categorized a third force. A neuter. A neuter force. A gray area. Have I said something bad about you? But Jesus said, if you are not standing here, then wherever you are standing, you are classified as being with this one. So, so where you are standing doesn't matter anymore. Once you are not here with me, you are there. So, so this position is in your mind. You are deceiving yourself by thinking that because you have not joined yourself to enemy, I'm having a problem. You won't come to me. You won't encourage me. You won't fight by my side. You won't fight the enemy. You are quiet. You might as well go and stand by his side. You might as well go and stand there. My dear friend, you cannot be neutral towards God. He that Gathereth not with me. Scattereth. You can scatter without scattering. Neutrality in the spirit. It's your own conception. It's your own creation. God has no gray area for anybody to stand on. You are with me or you are an enemy fighting against him. Tatsuna anda ak at uleba akasata kadima ande kakatabos kapata ramazandala keep clapping your hands and preaching mandia bos kabahandala baba imandala baba landa kaprasinderia ramazandaba hasta baba I've shown you something. Go home and live with it. Go to your workplace and be with it. View people who are not positive towards you as against you. They themselves may not even know they are against you. But you should know it's just a matter of time. You find some people who are cool and quiet towards you. It's as if they cannot really talk much. And they are simply not the chatty type. They keep on giving excuses for their non-communicative behavior. But don't be deceived. They talk and they chat, but not with you. It is you they don't want to talk to. It is you they have rejected. It is you whose company they are not comfortable with. It is you they have evil thought of. It is you they wish to be far from. (laughs) 
Watch out for the lukewarm ones. Somebody was telling me he loves me. I said, but what you are doing doesn't show you that you love me. You say you love me. And you are, you, you are, you are driving yourself to mass. What are you saying? I said, what are you saying? Don't take me to be an unintelligent person. I've seen through your charade. I've seen through everything. Be careful of quiet, polite people who are so perfect in their behavior and controlled in speech. They are dangerous people. There is nothing real about people who do not show emotion, happiness, sadness, or any expressive behavior. The diplomatic, I'm preaching now, lukewarm people are telling lies by their behavior. Be like God and reject lukewarm people in your life. Don't accept people who are not as passionate towards you as you are towards them. What is... What is the point in showing so much love and getting so little feedback then? What is it? Stop believing the excuse of the lukewarm person. Look, today, I'm telling you, the writer of this verse is not a bishop. It's God. Those of you who don't insult me, who don't insult the church, but you are quiet. Watch out for yourself. Like, what is happening on social media? You read it. Have you made a comment? You see, you, you are quiet. You are quiet. But what you don't know is that your quietness betrays you. I notice, look, look, for me, I'm telling you today, maybe you don't know. I notice anyone who is indifferent towards me. I have a mind about you. Anyone, biological son, daughter, friend, church member, uncle, anybody who is indifferent towards me, who is neutral towards me, I have a mind about you that you are not with me. You are an enemy. Ah, ah, you may be an enemy without you yourself knowing that you are an enemy. But I'm prophesying to you that it's just a matter of time. You will manifest your true nature. When Jesus said, one of you will betray me, everybody was asked, is it me? Is it me? Is it him? He's the one who is wearing a stripe. Normally, those who wear striped, they, they are the ones who betray. Is it her? Those who wear white, they are the deceptive one. Is it me? And as they were asked, as John was asking, is it me? Nathaniel was asking. Philip was asking. James, Lord, is it me? Judas also asked, is it me? You see, I'm saying that mixing up doesn't show. Ah, my dear friend, I'm telling you, I'm telling you today, I said, I'm telling you today that being neutral. You've been in this side for a long time. 
do here we are doing basanta, basanta, crusade, outreach, whatever, choir uh, singing, whatever. What have you done? That is neutral. Emo- emotionless and motionless. But the one who is not educated in human behavior will view your quietness as diplomacy or just you are just thoughtful or you are the respectful type. You are not the respectful type. God is not deceived. I thank God for the beautiful sisters who have joined the choir. You declare your son that you are doing something. Thank God for those who are doing something. Those of you who are quiet, you are in the church. You won't lift a finger. Especially those of you who used to be active. It's just a matter of time. You will come and announce to me with a letter that you are going away. Ah, and it's not because you were offended. No, it's because you were originally an enemy. But there's always an atmosphere that brings out the best and the worst. You can keep a lion for 10 years without roaring. But there's a roar in the lion. There's a what? There's a roar in the lion. Look, me, I am as evil, the the one preaching, I am as evil as the armed robber. Oh, sorry, I'm not the only one. You are also evil. So, So, what... What I do to attenuate my evil nature, what I do to suppress the evil is that the people who are great in my life, I have a positive disposition towards them. You see, by, 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 by coming out of myself to relate with them, I fight the evil in me. So, for instance, I have a pastor. Bishop Dagwood Mills is my pastor, directly. When he has a service, I stop what I'm doing to go and sit there. Not because I don't know what, what I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a good pastor. Or I don't understand my work. But I can't be in Accra here. And my pastor is somewhere. And it's been three months. I'm not going to sit in front of him. No, it means I am neutral. And once neutrality enters a relationship, it means there's animosity, enmity, hatred, and any opposition you can talk about. So, so, so for, me to still, to, for me to be in your life, I will not be neutral. I will, I will reach out to you. Tomorrow morning, reach out to God. Worship him, pray to him, serve him. Don't, don't, don't hold back. Don't be restrained in the relationship with God. Give out. Do something. Remember our chat yesterday? Yes. See, this type of diplomacy 
I'm, I'm, I'm the rich type. I'm the CEO, lady CEO of the Resmataz industry. And I'm, I'm the member of the church. And I give, I pay tithes. And when there's a building project, I give some hundred Ghana City or hundred dollars. And no, no, no. God needs no hundred. He said, I want you. That's why I had no problem dropping my medical career to be a pastor. Pre-adventure, the medical career makes me indifferent to God. No, no, you can You are an engineer, top engineer in this country. But he's a very sold-out pastor. I may not be like that. That's why I say, man, know thyself. Know thyself. Whenever there is a possibility of you being against Fight against, not by being neutral, but being for and with and by and in. I'll take it again. I'll take it again. I'm ending now. Fight against by being for, with, by, in, and around. That's how you fight against. You fight, you fight against, you fight that demon called against. You fight being an enemy not by being neutral. You fight being an enemy of God not by being a, not by being a neutral church member. You can marry and be an enemy of your husband. So how do you fight it? By doing what? By being for in out, there, relating. Once you take a neutral stand, once you take an indifferent stance, you have become an enemy of your wife, an enemy. That's why when I wake up and my wife has traveled, I relate with her. I say, how are you doing? Did you sleep well? How is it? I'll call you. Not because I don't have work to do, but I don't want to be indifferent. Why? Why? Because indifference is animosity and only with time leads to a full-blown hatred. Tomorrow morning, we'll go to the court. Go to the court. They are there. Who once were kissing till they ate their mouths? But they're in the court insulting themselves. Why? Because you must maintain relationships not with neutrality or indifference, but you maintain relationships, whether with God, with a man, with a woman, with an important person. You 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 maintain it by being positive. Watch out for anybody who is indifferent to you. It's not diplomacy. It's not because he's a professor. Professor. I could be a professor standing here. Is that because he's a millionaire? No, 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 no. There's an evil. You have made me preach beyond my time. You know, stand up and uh, next week we'll come back. I, I, I hope you'll come. I hope you'll come. I hope you'll come. You are the one deceiving yourself. With your diplomacy, you come. We are, we are the, we are the CEO. The CEO's lane. CEO's lane. 
CEO Hey! I'm talking. CEO Slay. We are the ones. We, we are not shepherds. We are not very, we, we are not the, the very, you know, uh, outspoken type and very, very, uh, we are the controlled type. We wear cufflinks and uh, we have uh, golden tiaras and golden uh, rasta hair and all the things. But we, 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 is, is there any project? Is there any project? Is there anything you want to build? Is, is there, is, I hear you are building a bridge. Can I send my driver to bring some uh, uh, 5,000 cities? God bless you. Bishop, you are doing a good job. No! When was the last time you stood up to say you are preaching? Look at the people standing here. When was the last time you stood up? You stood up. You stood up. You stood up. You stood up. I shouldn't say it. I'm going away. This type of big shortism, big manism, whatever, it is, it is called indifference. It's like, okay, finish preaching and let's go. You are the, you are the, you are the, you are, you are the, you know, these, these pastors, some of them even are here, they're smoking here and him. We don't know what he's smoking these days. And uh, just, just express yourself and finish the service and let's, let's, let's get on. Let's get on. You know, you are a pastor. You, you don't do much. I've got a business partner with it for me at African Regency. And I'm going to speak to him and, and we're going to Dubai next week. I mean, from there, we are going to see some, some, some agents in, 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 in Scotland. And from there, I, I've got a, a traffic relationship. So I'm seeing my, my, my doctor in Cape Town. And from there, I'm taking my, I'm asking my children to meet me in Paris. When we spend some time there. But I hear that Budapest is a very beautiful city. So I'm going to spend some time in Budapest and then I'll come back to Accra. You, 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 you are doing a good job. Hey! We don't need no good job. We don't need no accolade. Rise up and get involved! He that is not with me it's against me. Rise to your feet. Next week we'll continue. Point number two. You have met a girl you want to marry her. It's been two months now. She has never sent a text. Every communication from her is stimulated and triggered by her. She doesn't like you. She's indifferent to you. The one you should marry is the one who will not allow you. 2 a.m. he's calling you. 3 a.m. she's calling you. Are you awake? Ah, I just woke up and I was just checking to see if you are awake. Look out. Diplomacy is demonic. Both are these. Diplomacy is what? Demonic. Now, you are married, unfortunately. You are also married, but I mean... For those of you who are about to marry, watch out. Never marry a man who is diplomatic towards you. Or watch him being diplomatic to the CEO, being diplomatic to the sister. But with you, his feelings, what he wants to. I told one daughter of mine, I said, in this relationship, no fornication, no fondling, nothing. No kissing till you marry. Is it clear? But I told her also, as you are there, watch out. Just watch him. If for the two years of Bilabedosin, he has never made an attempt to hold you, to kiss you, to whatever, know that no, this person is either a homosexual or is not a normal person. I'm preaching. Yes. Yes. He doesn't want to touch you because the Bible forbids him 
morality forbids him. But there should be attempts. There should be there should be a hand going Oh, I look out for people who are indifferent to me because I am not indifferent to you. I am not indifferent to you. When you have a problem, I reach out. I get into it. But you are so big. Wow! It's a victory secret them from your life. Move away from them. They want to go. They can go. You can even go to hell. It's up to you. I'm here. Don't, 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 don't accommodate diplomacy. Don't accommodate neutrality. Don't welcome people who anybody around you should want you. You don't want me. Go where you want to go. Can you lift your hands and let's pray? Is it possible? Oh, you are diplomatic. You don't lift hands. Beautiful. Lift your hands. Oh. We don't want to be neutral, Lord. Set us on fire for you, Lord. We don't want to be lukewarm, Lord. The things you are passionate about, you know it. Set us a place for you, Lord. The things you are passionate about, you know it. Set my heart on fire. Set my heart on fire. You are neutral to me. I'm also neutral to you. We don't want to be neutral, Lord. We don't want to be neutral, Lord. You are neutral to me. I'm also neutral to you. Help me, Jesus. Set our hearts on fire for you, Lord. I want to know your way. Yes, Lord. I want to know. I want to know your heart. I want to know your heart. I want to know your way. Ladies and gentlemen, he said, I'll redeem myself. I said, I will redeem myself. 
I said, I will redeem myself. I denied him because I was neutral. I denied him because I was, I was indifferent to Christ. Because anytime you are distant, indifferent, and neutral, you are, you, are, you, are, you are priming yourself to be an opposition, an opposer. What is the name, by the way, of the devil? An opposer. Diabolus is an opposer. So the Bible says, one day, in Acts 2, somebody was healed and they were talking and talking and then and on that day you remember they had voted for one guy to come and replace Judas so the 12 were there and people were talking talking about these guys they are fake they are devils they are this they are this and the bible says and Peter standing up among the 11 began to preach a sermon because he had known that it's by not standing up to identify that he was able to betray Jesus he was shocked that he Peter could betray Jesus so when the next opportunity came he said no 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 this is not the time for sitting down so he looked around Philip was sitting Nathaniel was sitting the other Judas was sitting Matthew was sitting John was sitting Bartholomew was sitting he said no I ain't going to sit down and Peter standing up some of you got to stand up for God stand up for your pastor stand up for the church oh by the way this is the guy who was called Satan so the problem is not what you have been told it's a devil inside of you marry a man who is indifferent towards you. You will run with your sister. One of them, she's here. She took her suitcases going to her mother in Sinai. Yes, Nobody will send you. You yourself will go. Because you don't know. You think indifference is diplomacy. You, 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 think, you, think, you, think, you think you think silence is classy. Class. The man has class. He doesn't talk much. You are see him with the other girl. Can you lift your hands or you are too big to lift your hands? Pray. Just pray. Tell God, Lord, I will not be indifferent. I will not be neutral. I will not be neutral. Help us, Lord. I will not be indifferent, Lord. I will not be indifferent. I will not be neutral. I will not be lukewarm, Lord. We don't want to be lukewarm, Lord. We are doing basanta. We are doing shepherd. We are doing church. We are playing instruments. We are singing. I mean, you are. In, I mean, it's, it's like it's like you are so big. Wow! Help me, Jesus. Oh. Help me, Jesus. Makali basha talabayalaba. That I wanna know your heart. Labranda ikama. That I will. You may think I'm the one preaching. It's Jesus. So because you are lukewarm, help me. Lord. I will spit you out. I will reject you. You are indifferent. Wow. Help me, Jesus. I don't want to be neutral, Lord. I don't I want to be neutral. I don't want to be lukewarm. Help me, Lord. Help me. Help me. Help me. Whatever in my heart, whatever that's in my heart, Lord, that will cause me to be lukewarm. Help me, Lord. Every head bowed and every eye closed. We gather close. You'll get the message on the podcast tomorrow. Listen again. 
and again and again and again because not everybody is as ignorant as you yes. people are reading your attitude without your knowledge Mercy, Lord. and they will respond to your indifference at the right time so the story of a man who went to the marketplace and saw some people standing there doing nothing, chatting. He said, go and farm. So oh, it's an eight hour. No, no matter what, go and farm. He came again. He saw somebody, two guys chatting. He said, go, be active. Be active. Even if it is the 11th hour, do something. I want to know your heart. I want to know your way. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. When you were driving on the road and the road was bad, you were not indifferent. Yes. Yes. You wasn't indifferent. I say, God bless you. As for what else to do, I leave you to hear. Because you ah, don't you have visions? Don't you have dreams? Don't you haven't you had visions about me? Yes. So you are a prophet. Let God speak to you. You are looking at my face. Your mouth. I wanna know your way. And those of you who just come and sing one song and you go. I wanna know Next week, your number two point number two. <laughs> yeah. I wanna know your ways. Look, 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 stop. I think we must end. We, we, we've got our Basanta meetings, and I'm going to watch those who are neutral. Say, we are watching. Tell anybody, I'm watching you. Say, the pastor is not the only one watching you. Say, especially you. He will watch you closely. But in the meantime, let's close our eyes and bow our heads. If you are here today, every eye closed, every eye closed, every mouth closed. Close your mouth and close your eyes. And every head bowed. Thank you. Your sister came to church today. You are indifferent to God. You are far from God. You have no relationship with God. You are far. And you are asking, Pastor, how can I come close to God? How can I be a friend of God? It begins by receiving his son, Jesus Christ. So you can never be indifferent to God. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed. You are saying, Pastor, please, please pray for me. I want to receive Jesus Christ into my life. If you are here like that, if you are here like that, as every head is bowed, please lift your right hand. Up. Yes. Lift your hand. You want to receive Jesus. Lift your hand. You want to say, Pastor, I want to come close to God. I want to be active. I want to be near God. Lift your hand high, high, high. I want to be born again. Not a, not a neutral church member. I see your hand. Lift your hand high, high. Pastor, I, I see your hand. I see, I see. Lift it high. I see, I see your hand. I see your hand. Pastor, I don't want to be neutral towards God. I want to have an active relationship with him. Active relationship. Active relationship. Active relationship. And if your hand is up, you want Jesus. You want Jesus. 
You want Jesus? Come to me. Come with your hand up. Come. Come, come. Take your Bible, take your notebook and come. Come. Clap it. Yes. Lift your hand up. Your hand up as you are coming. Your hand up as you are coming. Beautiful. Clap your hands for them. Come on and run. Come running. Come running. Come running to that mercy seat where Jesus is calling. Keep, 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 keep clapping. His will be your covering. His blood will flow freely. It will provide your is not with me is against me. There's no gray area. I'm calling somebody to the front here. He that is not with me is against me. And he that actively gathereth not is scattering. Wow. Wow. That's serious. There's a sister here. You want to come and join them now? I don't know who you are. God doesn't need you. You need God. We are about to pray. You know where you are standing. That you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus today. I don't know where you are. I can take your hand back and come. Right now. You can just come. You can just come. Let's close our eyes. Let's close our eyes. And those of you who are in front, lift up your two hands. And I want you to pray this prayer after me. Say it after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for today. I thank you for today. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my sins. I realize I am a sinner. I realize I am a sinner. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. I've not stood with you. I've not stood with you. I've not desired you. I've not desired you. I've not chased after you. I've not chased after you. I've not wanted you. I've not wanted you. Forgive me. Forgive me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Today. Today. I declare. I declare. I want you. I want you. I desire I desire you. I need you. I need you. Please. Please. Come into my life. Come into my life. And make me your child. And make me your child. I am born again. I am born again. I'm a child of God. 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 From today. From today. I'll serve you. I'll serve you. I'll walk with you. I'll walk with you. And I will live for you. And I'll live for you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For my salvation. For my salvation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for yourself. Congratulations. Congratulations. There are many decisions you will take in life. This decision is the most important. In fact, without this decision, I doubt the sense in any other decision you will take. The decision to be with Christ is what will influence every other decision of your life. So I'm excited. I want to welcome you to the kingdom. I know you are in church, but the kingdom has a door. It's a very short door. If you're not humble, you will never enter the kingdom. And I'm glad you are born again. But you are babies. You are babies. Even though you have a beard, the beard you have is your natural 
But spiritually, you are a baby. You are saying, you are a baby. So, I've given you some two mothers. Can you see the mothers? Yes, they are pastors. They will care for you. They will visit you. They will teach you. They will help you. They will answer your questions. And they will also blast you if you misbehave. So let's go to them. Come, let's go. Come. Come. Don't take the Bible. Take it. Take it. Let's go. I just like hey girls. That's all. Not, I, I don't hate them. <coughs> I just like hey girls. <coughs> there are two somewhere. Yes, what was I saying? I said we are about to come to the Lord's table. Can you please close your eyes and pray? Close your eyes and say, Lord, as I come to your table, as I come to your table, let me receive power. Let, let me receive power. power. Victory. Victory. Say this body. This body had victory over death. Victory over death. Today, today, as I eat this, as I eat this, the body of Christ, the body of Christ, I'll have victory. I'll have victory over sin, over sin, over evil, over evil, over wickedness, over wickedness, over anything, over anything that is not that is not the will of God. The will of God. Lift your bread up. Drink. This is my blood. Yes. Which was shed for you. Eats my flesh and drinks my blood shall have eternal life. Yes, we are now about to eat the flesh. Lift your bread and say the body of Christ. The body of Christ. Oh, say the body of Christ. The body of Christ for victory. For victory over sin. Over sin. Over evil. Over evil. Over devil. Over devil. Say the power. The power in this body. This body is the power. Is the power I'm receiving. I'm receiving as I eat it. As I eat it, I receive. I receive victory. Victory over sin. Over sin. Victory. Victory over wickedness. Over wickedness. Victory. Victory over backsliding. Over backsliding. Victory. Victory over lukewarmness the body of Christ the body of Christ the body of Christ the body of Christ let's eat it when I see the blood oh yeah I will pass over you pass over you God called lift your cups that when I see the blood, I'll pass it to you. Yes. This blood has power to give you fire. Yes. Fire to serve God. Yes. Fire to pray. Fire. Fire to live a holy life. Prophesy. Fire to be emotional for Christ. Fire to be angry. To be sad. To be happy. To be excited. To have energy. Yes, Lord. The blood. The blood. Say the blood. The blood. Against indifference. Against indifference. The blood. The blood. Against neutrality. Against neutrality. The blood. The blood. Against lukewarmness. Against lukewarmness. The cup of blessings. The cup of blessings. God's blessings. God's blessings. Let's drink it.
lift your hands we have received power receive it yes it's our faith receive it we have received power receive it power to overcome yes, yes. Overcome the world. Amen. Overcome yourself. Amen. Overcome evil. Yes. Amen. Overcome wickedness. Yes. Amen. Power. Yes. Power. Yes. Power. Yes. Receive it. Receive it. To live for God. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Clap your hands. Hallelujah. Oh, don't stop clapping. Don't stop clapping. Don't stop clapping. You may be seated.